We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Coming up, the latest on the Kansas Jayhawks from KCSN, which features three shows each week in Border War, hosted by former Jayhawks guard Jeff Hawkins and Mizzou forward Jarrett Sutton. Ain't No Seats with Ryan Reinhardt, Anthony Bax, and Braden Turner, and Booth Review, covering Jayhawks football with Kent Swanson and weekly special guests. Make sure to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything. Stay up to date on all things KU with KCSN. And now, the latest on the Kansas Jayhawks. All right, folks, welcome back. Ain't No Seats podcast. Before we get going, we got to talk about our title sponsor, Emprise Bank. There's more options to do banking now more than ever. Who you work with is more important than how close they are to your home. Emprise has digital banking that meets you where you are, on your phone, on your computer, or even your smartwatch. A trusted partner at your fingertips. Shout out, Emprise Bank. Uh, let's get into it, boys. I don't know what we want to call this episode. Therapy session, meltdown session. Um, but we brought in now a reoccurring guest, a guy that came on last March or maybe April before the Final Four. He was a uh, he had a future on the Hawks. He was supportive of the Hawks. They came through for him. And he seems to be kind of following pretty closely with this team. Uh, we got Rico Bosco from Barstool Sports back. Rico, appreciate you coming back on. First question, though, is are we melting down or are we going to no, try and be positive? No. My, my first question to you is when I get some kind of banner, ring, T-shirt. Like, <laughs> yeah. You helped us win a title. On that. I did. I, yeah. I'm on that roster, whether Bill Self wants to admit it or not. People I will. Them. Dude, I was on the plane. We were, it was the, some reason the plane was 95 degrees. Going to New Orleans, I was doing this. The <laughs> women and children. I didn't get I was bees down the whole way. I was yeah. like, I'm gonna fucking kill you guys. And yeah. we did. So, you know, whatever. You want to mail a t-shirt, mail a t-shirt. But no, that, I listen, I'm redoing the basement. There will be a team photo with the ticket next to it. People are gonna be like, Why fuck do you have that? I'd be like, Oh, that was the year I won a title. We gotta get we gotta get one of our Photoshop guys to just photo Rico on like the trophy ceremony where they're holding it up and just Rico's in the background chilling. Yeah, the last photo, the last Photoshop (laughs) you guys aren't gonna be happy with it was the Kansas State game of the year. Oh boy, you love the cats now too. No, 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 that's football. Listen, you guys, you get game, you got game day. All right, Kansas State owns you. I will bet Kansas State. What's the line? Give it to me blind right now next year. I don't care. I don't when care if Bruce Bowen's gone. I don't care. Give me, give me, uh, give me K State. But no, seriously, yeah. So to melt down, no, not really. I just did an hour and a half with Fran Fraschella, who knows your league better than anybody. Yeah. A little teaser. What do you think? I gave him this first question I asked. I said level of panic. One to f- you forgot your passport uh, back home and the flight boards in an hour for your honeymoon. Where is the level? What do you think he said? Oh man, probably Wait, pretty one, low. One, knowing friend, one's yeah, on the yeah, low I end, mean, and ten is yeah. I bet he did like a two or a three, five, five. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's hard. Like as you, I mean, you wrote a good blog that I think a lot of our fan base liked. That it was you know, but that was before we lost the third straight. But you laid it out right. We still have Dewan Harris, who 
he's playing the worst ball of his career, which is a little concerning, but he also, I mean, absolutely drilled his face on the floor in Manhattan. I don't know if that's had something to do with it, but something seems a little off with him. Dewan Harris played in big games. I'm confident he's going to be fine. We've got Jalen Wilson, who's playing as good as ball of anyone in the country right now. Um, and Grady's been, uh, I don't know, a little off, but he got going a little bit last night. So I don't think I'm panicking yet, but I will say, Last night was a huge indicator. Our lack of a big man is a big problem. Yes. I mean, we couldn't get rebounds. We, When we did get stops, they were just getting the ball back. So, I don't know. If there was a thing to panic about, do you think that's the panic point? Or is it lack of scoring outside of Jalen and Dick? Like, what should we be most worried about? I think there's a few things. Obviously, you guys t- turned me on to the, to the big man. You know, like you, you're like, we got no size. And then having watched it a little bit more, obviously, Dewan Harris, I rave about Dewan Harris. He's got four points or five points his last four games. Um, Two for 18 know, from the floor last yeah, five games. And he, he was shooting 41% from three. So, was like, which, what are we, what were, what are we really looking at here? Was he a fluke that he was shooting that well from three? Does he not want to score? Like, is he, is he not able to go into that role? What the hell's going on? Like, cause he's been, MIA and I loved him that sequence in the Bahamas where he stole the ball deep goes down finds a guy comes down takes a charge like I was like this is just textbook I thought he was the best point guard not in Alabama uniform in the country that's just (laughs) me like those are my guys down there but uh no I mean he's unbelievable he's struggling I also think you start to worry a little bit now of the depth like what you know I, I give a little bit of like Nova to you last year where they just didn't have many guys deep, you know? Um, so I, that's – there's a few things. If DeWan Harris is not going to play well, if Grady Dick's going to be up and down, you know, and you guys are going to not shoot it well and you don't have a lot of uh, depth, that's like three really big things. I don't really know what we can get over, you know? I, I thought there were a lot of positives. I still considered you like a super team in that top tier – the, the guards, Wilson's listed as a forward. He's a fucking point forward. He's 6'8". Grady Dick's 6'8". McCullough's 6'6". Like, you guys got size around the guards. You're going to give people a lot of problems. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, if you don't have a true center, that, they can really own you, you know? Yeah, and they, they made it interesting last night, too. KU took a lead. They went up one when Jalen hit that three. And then late, there was like a minute left, and we had to get a stop. We get a stop pretty much, but they get the offensive board. So, yeah, not having size is terrible. But with Dewan too, he's never been a scorer, like, and we don't expect him to be a scorer. The thing we love about Dewan is he's super smart. He makes the right decisions, gets guys open looks. And I think last night he made a couple terrible decisions. I know we – we got a huge stop where we got it close. We had a guy wide open um, deep and he turned it over. So that's the thing that's worrying me with Dewan right now is he's not making great decisions. Um, and yeah, he's never oh. been a scorer, but yeah, he's two for 18 from the floor the last five games. <laughs> he will. I'm come. Uh, I, I, I think like you said, Dewan's not going to become a big time scorer, but he's going to be better than what he's been. So, I guess where I want to go next with this is obviously the stretch doesn't get any easier. Not life in the Big 12 is brutal. We go to Kentucky Saturday, whatever. Like who, you lose, it's embarrassing. We got embarrassed last year, but this game doesn't mean much to me. This is a game where we try and get right. We try and just get stuff back under control. But then we get a top five K State team, which is wild to say, coming to Allen Fieldhouse next Tuesday. Then we go to Ames. It doesn't get easier. So I guess. I'll throw this out to all of you, but you specifically, Rico. In three weeks, when we kind of sit back down and look at things, do you think this team rattles off four of their next five, three of their next five, or are we looking at, I don't know, three and three over the next six? I don't know. Like that's I'm trying to figure three... out how bad this can get. Yeah, it's weird. Ken Palm's got the I saw this the other or today, I should say. The winner of the Big 12 right now is predicted to be eleven and seven. 11 oh my god seven it's a four-way tie kansas state texas iowa state and kansas baylor at 10 and 8 tcu at 10 and 8 tcu is going to go 10 and 8 in in the best league in the country i think the seeds they're going to favor you with the seeds i know it's hard to say but i look at this as like the 08 09 big east don't be so concerned about the record at the end worry about the the makeup of the team so like if the if you don't develop these two centers and you have no depth, you're in trouble. If Dewan Harris plays okay 
and you win close or ugly or whatever, and then has another bomb off, good bomb off, that's worrisome. Like, just build it. Grady Dick's got to turn himself into a big shot maker superstar. Jalen Wilson's got to get himself into player of the year conversation. So to answer your question, I kind it's weird. I kind of don't think record matters. And I don't yeah. think it matters this year when you look. I think there's two teams in tier one in the whole thing. I think it's Bama and probably Purdue. And Purdue's got still a little bit of a blemish um, to me that they're in the Big Ten. Like, I just don't know if anybody can ever really win in the Big Ten. Now, I just did a couple of minutes with Edie. He, I mean, he's great, and, and he can change a game, especially in short four to four-minute, 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 four-minute spots in the tournament, the way that game's played. But, yeah, I guess to answer your question, like, fix the makeup. If the engine's good in the car, you could have a couple of dents on the outside of that record of being like, hey, well, they finished 20 and 8 or 20 and 9. It's like we play in a league that nobody else could get through. So that's more of what I would look at. Fix the engine and you'll still be okay. Because Bill Self, when it comes down to it, is still really good. Yeah. It's uh, what'd you guys think? I saw Riggs put out a blog that said Bill mouthed on the sideline. Did you see it where he just apparently I said, saw that? These yeah, guys I mean, are they so were. much better than us. Did they he say were. better or bigger? Yeah, better, or be- better, better, better. I mean, it looks like better, said bigger. Yeah. It's but they're both true. But that night you were just bet, you know, like yeah. it's the old thing. Like you get it, you know, that one of the girls gets them at halftime. Coach, what can you do differently? It's like. Maybe play with seven guys. Or like, what did Brian <laughs> Kelly say in that Alabama game? Maybe they'll get sick in the locker room. Like, what do you want me to do? Some guys, sometimes you got to wash wash your uniforms with them on. It's just not your night. Baylor was better. Now, could you play with Baylor? Absolutely. You can play with anybody in this league. And that's why I said don't panic. Because the TCU loss to me was the throwaway. You're like, yeah. all right, we got smashed. And the Tennessee game was kind of a little bit of a throwaway. Like, all right, we just couldn't hit anything. It is what it is. You guys didn't lose for fucking two months in between yeah. that. So, all right, the, T- the TCU game is, is a loss. Couldn't couldn't figure it out. Kansas State, you lost by two. Baylor, you lost by six. Yeah. Like it, it's not full panic mode yet to me. Yeah, and I will, I will say at the beginning of that Baylor game last night, I thought we were going to get TCU all over again. I thought we were going to lose by 20-plus at one point. They were hitting everything, getting every offensive board. Um, and KU, Baylor was only 37% from the floor, which is kind of yeah. shocking because they hit a ton of shots. But – yeah, a lot had to do with turnovers. They scored a lot of points off turnovers and, yeah, offensive rebounds. So, But Rye talked about the schedule. Like, you mentioned Iowa State. Like, every every night in the Big 12 is going to be tough. It's going to be – Bill even said it after the game last night. There's no bottom feeders like Texas Tech back in the day when they had the yeah. dude with the hearing aid and we would beat them by 40 or 50 points. <laughs> um, and so, like you mentioned, K-State and Iowa State, after that they got Texas at home, who's a top-10 team, and then they go to both Oklahoma schools on the road, which we always – they're always tight games there. Like, we're not going to blow anyone out. And then they got Baylor at home, who's a tough matchup, and then at TCU, who we just lost to by 65. So every every night in the Big 12 is tough, and, like, I don't know, those – the way. What, so I don't know. The way I'm thinking about this is like you laid out, Rico. We lose to K State by two on the road. We lose that Baylor. If you tell us that at the beginning of the year, nobody's mad. I mean, we yeah. didn't know K State be this good, but you take those lot. Those are fine losses. The TCU loss is one you don't like to lose because we don't lose at home. But to me, if you just go steal one at Iowa State or steal one at TCU, you neg- you negate one of those losses with that TCU loss. I think we just got to go out and we know. Bill Self has done this time and time again. He struggles, and February and March comes, and we win some absurd road game, like when we went into Waco when they were number one and win it. So I think this team can do it, but I will say it is just those things we've laid out, the lack of size, the lack of depth. We are like one of the – we use our bench almost, I mean, as little amount about anybody in the country. So there are some glaring weaknesses that I don't think you always see with Kansas teams, but – I will agree that I don't think we're quite in panic mode yet. There's, but. I think the biggest issue, and this is for the KU fans here, but Rico, I'm sure you have something on it too. We were, we grew up and our minds were formed and that KU won the Big 12 every year. And the regular <laughs> season always seemed to mean a little bit more than maybe it does to other schools. At the end of the day, Enrico said it, we're probably still going to be a two, three, four seed, maybe even a one if we finish hot. Like, It's just part of college basketball. Like, You're not going to win the conference every single year. And I think we kind of got in that mindset where every single game was the most important thing in the world and kind of forgot the whole, you know, grasp on college sports in general where you get to the tournament, 
you have as good a shot as anyone because yeah, you're probably spoiled. gonna be in Kansas City, right? Like you got spoiled. I tell this story all the time. We went to my buddy's bachelor party in Ann Arbor for a Michigan game. He's a big Michigan fan. And on a Sunday, um, we're watching the NFL. We we're, were leaving on Monday. We watch the NFL, we go to a sports bar, and the early game, I think we got one at like halftime. So we're watching the early games, and the Patriots are on a bye. So he goes, I can't believe you guys watch this trash every week. Talking about the rest of the NFL. Like, he was so above as a Patriots when the Patriots were in the heyday. He was like, I can't believe you guys watched this. It was like a peasant. It was like if I saw you eating out of the garbage. I was like, dude, you are so spoiled. Like, it's crazy. Kansas kind of got like that, you know? Yeah. Like, it's um, – yeah, I mean, what you win, 12 in a row? Third, like, that's insane. 14, I think. 14 in a row. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. And it's – listen, I'm getting a little bit worried about my favorite four days in March – in Kansas City, like I'm, yeah. I'm gonna make the merch. I'm, I'm, I'm holding it out for you guys. But yeah, I think it's, it's, it's not as sure thing anymore as I, as I once thought. But that's great for the league. You're getting tested in and out. Now I know some of these teams are leaving. You know, fuck them. Yeah. You'll get, you'll just, you'll get just as good tests with the guys coming in. You know, and you're obviously the, the one being chased. But yeah, to answer your question, like, yeah, you got a little spoiled. Like you, you yeah. never watched. <laughs> Kansas lose. What? It's crazy. So you can have a – I mean, G- Jesus Christ. Like, Look at the – where is their seed listing? They're, I mean, With Lenardi, they were the number one two no, seed today. I'm just or, saying – Oh, the last well, 20 years? They haven't been lower yeah, than a four. Bill, Bills like, have been worse than yeah. a four. Like Francesa, <laughs> like one, three, one. Well, that was COVID. Uh, four, one, 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 two, two, one, one, two, two, three, one, That's three. Stupid. He was a four in 2006. Like, come yeah. on. And yeah. all those – With a bunch of freshmen. Those like first round exits, you know, we were like, oh, like self, you know, those those early exits are like, man, they're they're a long time ago, dude. He's only lost in the first round twice, right? Yeah, yeah, oh five and oh six back to back in the end. Now in fourteen, he had the two exits, obviously, you know, back to back round two. But then he went to elite eight, elite eight, final four. So like, what? The tournament's tough, and I just kind of talked about this too. Like, so look at the scape of the tournament, right? Oats. I think Oates is unbelievable. He's been in one Sweet 16. We love Nate Oates. Paint, painter, no Final Fours. Hurley, never been in the Sweet 16. Otzelberger, young. Uh, Tommy Lloyd, second year. Texas has an interim coach. Dixon, no Final Fours. These are all championship contenders. So yep. the lifers are either missing the tournament in Huggins, Izzo. Well, they'll make the tournament, but I don't think they're a championship factor. Bayheim. The lifers are few and far between. You guys got one of them. Now, I don't think having a lifer matters as much anymore, but man, it sure helps to at least have that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It it is. We actually we're gonna take a quick break for an ad. We'll be right back. I want to continue this discussion. We'll be right back. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. 
And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Yeah, so Rico brought up all those coaches, and I think that that's kind of been what we've say, said. You know, Coach K retires. Roy retires. Jay Wright shockingly retires. Uh, who else? I mean, we, it felt like we've lost a lot of big dogs. And now all of a sudden, Bill Self went from – he was always a top five coach, but now I think he's pretty clearly the best coach when you just go off resume and, and current status, the best coach in college basketball. I think it's hard to argue that right now, especially with what Calipari's got going on in Kentucky. But so in a way, it does kind of give me hope that if you get in a tournament with all those names you mentioned, that even if we do kind of hobble in or, or we're struggling with depth, can Bill Self maybe go on a little longer run um, than he maybe would have in the past? I don't know. Bill's always gone gone up well against the big dogs. It, those haven't been the teams that have beat him. He's losing to the, the Northern Iowa's, the VCU's. So I don't know if that makes sense. But I guess what, what do you kind of – is this a year that – I feel like this gets overset a lot, but is this a year where nobody is that great? Or do you, I mean, you mentioned Alabama and Purdue kind of being the favorites, but do you see a team that's going to just be the heavy favorite? I guess Houston kind of is right now. I think, no, I think you're going to walk into the bar after selection Sunday or sit down in the office and be like, who do you like? I love Alabama. Who do you like? I love Houston. I don't see a lot of people loving one team Purdue, you know, like, and like I said, I mean, painter, he's been great. Hasn't been to a final four, you know, but they got somebody that nobody else has. Bam is I, I could see myself. It's not just being a Homer. I could see myself. A lot of people talking themselves into Alabama. Yeah. But I mean, now Brandon you know, Miller's so good. He's yeah. He's unbelievable. And they're just very, very deep. But like, I mean, look at the top 10 of Ken Palm, Houston, Tennessee, Alabama, UCLA, Purdue, Connecticut, St. Mary's is seven. Marquette, Texas, Kansas. It's a pretty wild top 10 that I think all teams are yeah. beatable. All teams are, you know, human. Um, don't have a ton. No team has like a ton of pros on it. You're like, all right, well, like Texas, has four, Texas has four pros. I'll talk myself. They don't have four pros. It's a weird year. I think a lot of people think it's a down year. But if you're watching it and out, there's a lot of really, really, really good teams. And I think the line separation where it used to be one, two, uh, three maybe was way ahead of the, the six, seven, eights. I think no. the eight, nines and ones are, are real close. It's a real close gap. Like, shit, we're going to have Creighton. You know, like Creighton's floating around. I think Iowa's got an unbelievable player, and they're finding themselves. They're going to be a dangerous seven. Are we, are we out on North Carolina? Because I got a future on them at like plus 4,500 or something crazy like that. And I'm trying to talk We're myself talented. into this. Making a little bit of a run. I don't know if um, I don't know if lightning strikes a bottle twice. You got to remember they were an eight seed last year. Yeah. You know, uh, were they up? They were up big on Baylor, and Baylor came back. Yeah. So they yeah, almost blew they the still... they almost blew that yeah. Baylor game, which that's how it goes in the tournament. Everybody kind of gets lucky. I think you guys survived. You really kind of waxed everybody. You survived. Creighton, Creighton. I want to say, was the toughest one. Yeah. They got it to a one point game with like a minute left. Yeah, for sure. So. I think great to me, like, I don't think McDermott's the best coach, but that experience and playing that game probably helps Creighton a little bit. And they got some dudes, but yeah, I mean, look at, look, just go through the five and seven and eight and nine lines. It's, it's not much difference between the twos and threes. There's really not. But I was going to say like, even Houston and Tennessee, like you said, are the first two teams on Ken Palm one and two. They're obviously well coached. Kelvin Sampson, Rick Barnes. Those two teams don't really scare me. I know Tennessee kind of handed it to us, but and they're both really good defensively. Their offense is horrible. Yeah. So I feel like they could have they could have an absolute stinker in the tournament. Like even Houston last year. Um, they lost like 32 to 20, 28 in the Elite Eight game against Villanova. So, those two, like, even those two teams don't really scare me. Purdue, obviously, Edie's a monster. He's eight foot seven and could dominate. Can you imagine the game, KJ but, Adams going against Zach Edie in, in an Elite Eight game? Like, seven I think that's, wonder, six, that's five. like when Rico just said, I think that's when we need to have seven guys on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but I, I asked them about it too. Like, I, St. Peter's beat them with a week of preparation. Like, the tournament's yeah. fucking crazy. And I think this year it's even crazier. So, if I got Bill Self 
And I got Jalen Wilson, who's, to me, kind of flying under the radar, being a fucking superstar. And you look at his progression of what he's done, like good, better, elite, championship ring. This kid can really play. Grady Dick's going to go hit some shots. Freshmen get wiser. You know, freshmen get better. If Harris can figure out whatever the hell is bothering him, like you got the dude, stay out of foul trouble. Kansas is still dangerous to me for sure. So yeah. this is going to be an interesting, interesting tournament. Yeah. Without a it's, doubt. It's all matchup dependent too. Like March is crazy. It's about getting hot. I feel like we had the same combo last year about not really a lot of people not knowing like what team they thought would win at all. I feel like there was no really clear cut favorite last year. Was there? Well, Gonzaga got all the talk all year, but you always think Gonzaga's yeah. hard. Gonzaga. Yeah. Um, all right. We, so yeah, are we kind of disrespecting Gonzaga a little bit too this year? You know, they, I mean, they keep finding. I guess they just had a bad loss, but they keep finding ways to win, and they are kind of for the first time ever. They're kind of under the radar, whereas a lot of times I feel like people think they're a bit overrated. Yeah, I mean, and also they do it every year, whether people want to realize it or not. They're like Gonzaga doesn't play anybody. The West Coast Conference, you're still you're getting their best shot every night. That game is sold out, like. Santa Clara and San Francisco, they don't just sell. Maybe they do, but they don't just sell the Gonzaga game. Like, you got to buy the Gonzaga game and two others. You're not just because people want to go to that game. Everybody's getting that yeah. shot. Sounds Gonzaga's like a school. Not schedule this year. What'd you say? I said it sounded like a school a little bit west of us. That's what K State does too for the KU. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it makes sense. Like, if yeah, I had oh, a for sure. Maryland Duke, I went to the last Maryland Duke game. Like, you had a, it is what it is. But Michigan State, Texas, Kentucky, Purdue, Xavier, Baylor. Um, Alabama, like that's no, that's a lot of games in the non-conference, you know? And I think the pressure's getting to few, the pressure's getting to Timmy. Like they're going to be, they're going to be bowling out too. So one last run kind of, well, at least one last run for Timmy, you know, fuse now that drew one, one fuse, the best coach who's never won one without a doubt. So like, are we discounting Gonzaga? I think are a lot of people looking at Gonzaga being like, I got burnt so many times with them. I don't want to take a chance again. Now it might be that I've said this every couple of three years, but maybe now is the time to get in on Gonzaga. You know, like that's a team who's kind of floating under the radar. So like, I there's, think, yeah, I mean, there's been years where like KU has had, you know, like 2017 Kansas, Josh Jackson, Devonte Graham, Frank Mason. We choke in the elite eight return in 2018, a solid team, but not a team that had huge expectations. All of a sudden they go make a final four. Same with, like, 2011, Morris Twins, Thomas Robinson, those guys. They choke in the Elite Eight. The team with not as much expectation in 2012 makes the natty. So, in a weird way, is Gonzaga going in with maybe a little less expectation where they've been the last two years, they have been the favorites, clear natty or bust. So, I am intrigued by Gonzaga. I don't hate Mark Few. I'd be fine if they won it. Timmy, you know, I, I think he's he's fun to watch, but he can be a little agitating at times. But <laughs> – you know, I I definitely am interested to see what Gonzaga turns out to be. Who do you like, Rico, uh, Big 12-wise? If I said right now you got to pick a team to win the Big 12 and you can't say they tie between K-State, Texas, Baylor, KU, who are you, who are you taking? I want to look at the schedule. Dude, it, Iowa State's got to be in the combo too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Yeah, they got a big one. To, that's a big one tonight in Ames, K State, Iowa State. Dude, if K State wins that game, they are firmly in the driver's seat. They would have knocked off Baylor, Texas, and Iowa State on the road, and assured a split with us. Like they are. We'll see. But... And and back to Gonzaga, I think that's a team that could easily get hot in March. Like they're the number three offense on Ken Palm, Bolton, Strother, obviously. Um, Timmy is unreal. Yeah. So I and there might obviously there's pressure on few. He hasn't won a title, but like you said, they're flying under the radar. So they could go into March maybe with no pressure at all. I know few needs to win one, but I mean, it's not like could, they're gonna be. They're not gonna be a one, are they? I just checked. They're three right now, so three. probably two yeah. to four range. They could be no. under the radar going into March. I think you guys are gonna be in the mix. Like whether you, I know t- times are low right now, but you got a lot of swing games at home. <laughs> You know, you still got K-State yeah. at home. You got Texas at home. You got Baylor at home. Um, I can't – they're running hot right now. And aside from you, I don't – I think we're getting a little overvalued because of who they beat other than Kansas. But I think Baylor is going to be in the conversation. If I had to guess, I'd pick Baylor. 
Um, yeah. But I still think, like I said, I think it's going to be kind of nobody's getting an outright title. Shock me, you know, with an outright yeah, title. It would, it would take a major, uh, a big time finish down the stretch here. Yeah. To and win everything's this going, outright. everything's going K State's way right now. Everything. Yeah. Don't do, yeah. there's absolutely no way Kansas doesn't, Kansas State doesn't lose back to backs as well. Yeah. I, I jokingly take- said that they're not going to win another game until like March. Just joking. Their schedule is very difficult. I'm, and I just, I'm a hater. So obviously, I'll. Yeah. But like I said, I mean, I think playing, listen, playing in this league, I think is going to test you better than playing in, in the, even the ACC. I think the ACC is down. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, so I, listen, the Big 12, there's a reason it's back to back national champions. Yep. Yeah. I mean, number 11, number 11 TCU is four and three in the league right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. But right, those, none of take... those losses are bad. None what of those we... losses are bad. Yeah. Ryan, A.B., what did we say last week we thought um, would win the Big 12 outright? 14 and 4. Saying, I think it might be. Four, which no it might be 13 now. and 5. I think it's going to be 12 and 6. I mean, if you think KU gets through the rest of the season with well, it's not gonna be us less than three it's... losses. If it's 13 and 5, it's not going to be KU. Oh, but, like, yeah. you don't think, K- you don't think K-State could go 13 and 5? They could. No. Yeah, if you look at K State's schedule the rest of the way, Iowa State, Kansas, Texas, TCU, Iowa State, Baylor, that's one, two, three, four, five. So go, go. I'd love go. for someone to point out the win. Like, what game are they winning? Fair <laughs> enough, but go 500 in that, let's say, at worst. They also have Texas Tech, Oklahoma, both on the road, uh, Oklahoma State on the road, Oklahoma and West Virginia. So. Even if they go one and four, I think they might go four and one the other way, you yeah, know. Yeah. But that next, puts them, that puts them at six losses, seven losses. Like you ain't getting out of this league with anything more than six or seven losses. Their yeah. next four is against top twelve teams. Well, at least yeah. they have Florida coming up. But their next four Big Twelve games, and if I guess if they win in Ames or they win in Lawrence, we can start talking about them maybe winning the Big Twelve. And the way we've been playing at Allen, we just got blown out, obviously. And then the last three were super close, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. So I feel like that game, like I feel like a lot of our fans think we're going to blow them out because we already lost them. But I feel like that's going to be a tight game at Allen. I'm taking alt spread, KU minus 15. We're going we're gonna to. We've seen it before. We have to. We have to. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's take our last break. And then I think we're going to wrap up with a little quick snake draft. And uh, then we'll finish this up. You're listening to the fastest-growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. All right, so uh, we're going to do a quick snake draft. This was AB's idea, so I'm going to let AB lay this out. Just a a fun little friendly competition to track as the season goes on. So uh, go ahead, AB. Yeah, I was just sitting there at halftime last night and thought about some ideas and figured we could, you know, we like drafting stuff on here. So figured we would, what do you guys think, three or four teams each? Maybe four to make it even? Yeah, and if team makes the final four, you get three points. If that same team wins the championship, you get an additional three points. And conference outright, does that sound good? Regular season outright? Yeah, that works. Yeah, that's an additional point, and then we can just track it throughout the year. And then whoever wins gets the replica trophy or something. I don't know, but I'll give you one stat now that I'm looking on Gonzaga. It just jumped out to me. They're 90th in defensive efficiency. The last time they finished outside the top 50 was 2010 they were 63 
And then 2007, 87, and 2006, 174, which probably is the reason Morrison's, uh, you know, his, his party got spoiled. But, yeah, Gonzaga's got to figure it out defensively is what we're, is what we're really trying well, to do with that team. We, we live and die on this podcast. All last year, KU's defense was not in the top 20 of Ken Palm. And what, I don't remember the stat, but it's like the last however many teams outside of maybe UConn 2014 – they're always top 20 in offense and defensive efficiency. And KU last year just slowly, slowly crept up. By the time we hit Sweet 16, we were there. Um, so Gonzaga's got a long way to get into that criteria if you live and die by that one. Um, all right, how do we want to do draft order, AB? You just going to uh, – or should we let Rico go yeah. first because he's the guest I mean, of honor? We know who he's going to take, number one. Let's start with well, Rico. Yeah, and... there, let's uh, – <laughs> odds and even. Odds and even. All right. And then eliminate a guy, and then we go. Yeah. All right. Ready, set, go. Wait. What do you got? What are these guys? Three Three scissors. I wasn't ready. No, No, it's odds and evens. Oh, dummies. All right. Let's do it again. All right. (laughs) This is a disaster. One, two, three. (laughs) Who's got the two? All right. You go first. Ryan's going first. He's oh, got, he's got whatever. We'll, yeah, we'll go Rye. Rye go first. And Rye, then Rico, me. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm taking my first pick. I think, <laughs> I mean, Matt Painter has to make a Final Four. The guy has to make a Final Four. I think Zach Eadie's a monster. I cannot believe they lost to St. Peter's. I love Alabama, but they're a little streaky, live and die by the three. Those teams stress me out a little bit. I'll take Purdue, my number one pick. Sure. Who's, Feels like an auto up? point for the conference. We'll go Braden, Rico, yeah. me, and then back around. Um, I'm going to steal Bama from Rico. Oh. I, lo- I love Nate Oates. Um, I think they're due to go on a deep run, too. I know Nate Oates hasn't been there that long, but I love watching them. Electric. Um, Brandon Miller, we obviously talked about him. He's great. And I just – I love watching Bama play. I'm a huge Nate Oates fan. Everyone on the pod is, too. So, I'll take Alabama. I'll uh, I'll go with a guy who's quietly like building something pretty good down there. Um, I'll take Houston because if you t- give me points for a regular season title, they're yeah. an re- absurd number to win that. So I'll grab a couple there, and then I think it's pretty easy for them to get to the Sweet Sixteen. Like the current eights and nines are Indiana, New Mexico, Arkansas, Iowa, Clemson, Florida Atlantic, Wisconsin, Missouri. I think Houston imposes their will, squeezes yeah. them defensively, makes it ugly. Um, especially some of those teams want to play slow, which is their style. I'll take Houston right now. I could see them. Uh, oh, ahead, I could see them winning a second round game like sixty six thirty seven or something, just dominating someone yeah. defensively. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're good. Um, I'll take UCLA to round out the first. Like the core that's been together for a while. They've made a run before. Um, they're fourth in Ken Palm right now, so I'll take it. And then. Rye, like you said, with Painter, I'm going to do that with Rick Barnes. So I'll take Tennessee. I know he's got his tournament issues in the past, but shit, if I can take number two and number four in Ken Palm, uh, yeah. I'll, go ahead and, I'll go ahead and chalk those I'll be honest. Up. Tennessee being 31 on Ken Palm offensively, they're better than I thought. I really thought they were a lot worse than that. So, so five guys in double digits. I don't like Rick Barnes. I don't trust Rick Barnes, but five guys in double digits, and then their six leading scorers at nine points a game. I think they might just yeah. be a sum of the parts type team mm-hmm. like I, i'm i'm willing to, i'm gonna probably fade tennessee but i could see myself getting burnt all right back to rico oh um <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's gonna get hard i feel like third or fourth round i know that is good not a big – no Big 12 teams taken You know what? So Just because I said it and I talked it up and they'll, they'll figure it out defensively, give me uh, give me Gonzaga. They're yeah. going to win that – they'll probably win that conference. St. Mary's going to make a run at them. Um, they'll still be a high seed in name alone. Few is going to have pressure. Give me Gonzaga. He just took two auto conference champions pretty much. I guess St. Mary's can give them a run. But, AB, yeah, you took Tennessee. Yeah, UCLA and Tennessee. Okay. Um, I'm going to take a shot on a team I feel like I can't figure out. Um, but I'm going to take a shot on a team I think could get super hot um, in March because I think they can score with anyone in the country. Um, and they have the guys to do it. I like Arizona. Hell yeah. Um, that was Bellis, my pick. Their guard play, um, Kira Creesa, 
Pierre, uh, Larson also, Ramey, who has struggled at times, but Omar Ballo too. So they got a lot of they got a lot of length, and they have guard play too. Um, Tommy Lloyd, we love him too. So I'm going to take a shot on Arizona getting hot. I love it. That was my next pick. So instead, I'm going to be a homer. Uh, we've said oh, it. We've boy. got Bill Self. We got the best coach in the country. We win the Big Twelve every freaking year. Um, but hey. Watch us get hot. No team. When's the last time a defending champ made a Sweet 16 AB or is it Elite Eight? Elite Eight. That? It was yeah. Florida when they went back to back. That's yeah. like 16 so, years. We're due. A team is due to make a, a defending champ is due to make a run. Um, give me the Hawks. I'll take the Hawks. Oh, and then that's me again. Holy <laughs> shit. I wasn't prepared. Um, I will then take. Since I'm going to kind of double up on Big 12 here because we, you got to think Big 12 is getting a Final Four team. Um, so I'm going to go Baylor. I think Baylor is going to really get things going. I think Keontae George is going to get better as we go on and could be one of those guys that just goes off in March. Damn it. That's who I was going to take, dude. <laughs> now I'm not ready. Actually, no, I am ready. A team, you guys might laugh at this. A team I've loved all year. I've bet on them like six or seven times, which is probably disgusting since it's only January. Um, but they they also have a lot of length, Fremantle, um, Nunji. I like their guard play. I love Xavier. I think that's a team that could get hot um, in March also. So I like their guard play, and they have a lot of bigs. I like Xavier. 55 to 1, I'm holding. I got a pretty good portfolio. Kansas at 15, wow. Bama at 25, Xavier at 55. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Love that Bama. Value. Just need one. Good. <laughs> just need one. Yeah. Oh, just need God. one. Um, I'll go. I was looking at the Big 12. You guys kind of nabbed them. I feel like no one's going to take K-State. And they're on the two line right now. They yeah. are. I'll go with the. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm buying Tang a little bit. I know it's probably sacrilegious on this podcast, but they got some scores. I'll go with K-State. You buy Tang? So, yeah, I do. I think Tank's – I mean, he's got – it's good, good culture down there. He knows how to win. Noel's not afraid to take big shots. Everything uh, Keontae Johnson's been through. Kansas State's a – you can't write them off. You can't write them off yeah. in the corner. Whether you think they're going to win it or not, they're a decent team here in the third round or something like that, you know? Yeah. Would you trust TCU or K-State more in March? K-State. I think TC. I think TCU's got more experience and TCU's got some dudes and Dixon – I don't know. I, I TCU just by a hair. God, TCU should have beat Arizona last year, man. They were so good in that second mm-hmm. round game, but they're so inconsistent. We'll see. All, All right, right, I was going to take K-State and Minson Bridges, um, but I, I think I'm going to stick with old reliable here and go Virginia. I knew it. Um, I, <laughs> I, 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 really, I really don't even like it, but I just kind of have to. Um, <laughs> but – like Rico was saying earlier, the coaches that are left, how many of them have won a championship in the last five years? No, we're going to get a first champ. I Well, yeah. unless Bill wins it. But, yeah, I think you'll get a debut champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That and is- then – shit. I guess I'll take TCU. I, I don't know. Big 12, you might as well write them. I, I really don't like that pick at all, but we're kind of slim Dude, pickings. we right always now. talk about – like, Miles just – he has that look of a guy that could become, like, a March guy. Like, there's always those good guards that just figure it out in March, and I could see that being the case with him. But I like that pick. Yeah. Uh, And then you know what? I'll go crazy deep. It's back to me. Yep. I'll go Creighton. I like it. I think Creighton's a dangerous team. Like, I was, yeah. I'll was, i be honest. I was looking at Miami. Miami's uh, 90th or – what are they in defensive efficiency? Mm. I can find it in a sec. I got it up. I don't even. Oh, they are one thirty-nine. Yeah, but Miami's like that. really good. Yeah, I mean, there's you. You can find the flaw in pretty much every team except two. I think this year. Yep. Yep. So Creighton's sitting at twenty-nine offense, twenty-two defense. Some dudes on that team. Um, maybe you know, maybe uh, McDermott finally breaks through. You know, Nemhart, Shireman. They got they got really good guys. So they're eleven and eight. That's so crazy. talented. I'll take a shot yeah. on Creighton. Yeah, I was um, I was thinking about taking a shot on UNC. I think they're going to be in the eight nine game again, like they were last year. Jesus Christ, you know what seed Creighton is right now? Sorry, eight or nine, <laughs> a ten. Wow, 
you see that you're a two seed like that could be us imagine we saw them in the one nine that that shit is scary yeah preseason top 10 i mean they gotta elevate themselves off that line but yeah i'm gonna duke ain't a six yeah (laughs) i don't think they're even good no well, t- I want to when we wrap this up. I want a quick question to Rico about Duke. So, um, we'll I'm going to take a team. I think they're on the five line or so right now. Um, but they're they're ninth in uh, offensive efficiency and twelfth defense. They're the sixth team on Ken Palm. Um, UConn. Yeah, which they I think so they're flying under the radar. I can't figure them out. Obviously, they got Sonogo, who's a monster. I don't know if you can run through bigs in March, but I'm going to take a shot on UConn, top six team in Ken Palm. Jimmy Dyke said, don't count him out. Jimmy. All right. Last one. I don't love this pick, but for whatever reason, I can't stray away from these guys. You return five starters from a team or four starters that went to a national title game. Tar (laughs) Heels creeping back up. I'll take North Carolina for my fourth pick. They're top 25 in Kim Palm. I don't know. I just – Part of me wonders, is North Carolina coasting a little bit? Are they like, whatever, we we figured it out last March. When we get there, we'll figure it out. C doesn't matter. Or, like Rico said, was it just lightning in a bottle? Probably lightning in a bottle, but you never know. Experience is huge, huge come March. So, don't yeah. love it, but I'll take it. And they're, they're what, on the eight or nine line right now, and that's what they were last year. And we just talked about how there's not a dominant team. So, maybe they'll see a one in the second round that, it, that they have right. a really good chance to beat. I mean, the talent's there. They lose Brady Manick. They replace him with Nance from Northwestern, but they still got R.J. Davis, um, Caleb Love, Baycott. Look at – all right, so the twos are Tennessee, UCLA, Arizona, Texas. The sevens will be Illinois, North Carolina, North Carolina State, and Michigan State. And the tens would be Boise, Creighton, Arizona State, and Memphis. I kind of write off Arizona State, but, I mean, they can go get somebody. Memphis is really good. They got an All-American type player. Uh, Creighton's really good, like – Man, this tournament, I think you can – I'll talk to the Barstool Sportsbook. Maybe we can get like a no one or twos to make the final four. <laughs> yeah, it feels like – 45 to it, one, 45 to it, one, like what – it's very yeah, possible. That'd be an interesting one. Like Illinois as a seven, I know they've had some really rough goes this year. I don't know what the deal is with them, but they are freaking talented and they would terrify me to see them in March. And Underwood. I watched, yeah, I watched them beat Texas. It was right after the Beard. Or Beard was there, I think. Yeah, I think that was one of his last games there. With Jimmy Probably. V, I think Beard was still there. Yeah. We um yeah. we picked a lot of Big 12 teams in there. What do you guys think about Iowa State in March? They're obviously really good defensively. Otzelberger, like you said, is young. Sometimes they can't score. And then no one picked Texas. I think they're a top 10 Ken Palm team right now. They're a top 10 team um, in the country but yeah they lost their coach obviously yeah i got two reasons for not liking them i can't picture an interim winning a championship and (laughs) iowa state just doesn't succeed in the tournament and texas gave up 116 points to k-state i'm never picking (laughs) 116 points on their home floor so um all right so rico i wanted to ask this last question before we wrap up you Kind of a Duke guy. I think a Duke guy growing up. You talked about that last time you came on the show. We were, you know, we were making jokes about Coach K. Well, now Shire's back. Or Shire's there. He's the guy. And they've been unhealthy. But it definitely hasn't gone smooth. I don't think any Duke fans love how things have gone. And I'll be honest. It's just, it's been weird for me. Because it you don't tune into Virginia Tech on Monday night just ready to hate Duke and pray they lose. Like if coach K leaving has changed yes. to me kind of how I view Duke. So as a kind of a Duke guy, do you think Shire can continue to get them to that point where they are just that hated, hated team or did, did that leave with coach K? And I guess, what do you think of Shire so far? Yeah, it's funny. I just talked to Fran a little bit about it too, for Shilla. And he was like, not all number one classes are created equally. So if you look yeah. at this Duke, class like philip philikowski is their best player i don't really love what he's doing um Dariq whitehead you thought was going to be smashing backboards and scoring 40 he's just kind of okay and the acc is not that great proctor like it's not yeah do i think shire can get there and and turn it around for sure because they're always going to have they're going to be in the mix of recruiting for sure but what i will say is watch out because if all of a sudden you're not in the mix, 
I think that recruiting edge fades a little bit. It's like, man, we, oh, we, now we're a 10 class. Ooh, now we're a 15 class. Like I say it all the time. I think if the Carolina, if Carolina and Duke didn't hire the right guys and we reset this clock in like five years, that rivalry is going to take a big, it's still going to matter. We're still going to watch it, but you're going to be like, yeah, you're better off putting on ESPN classic. Because it's not as great as it was. You know, I think the coaches go with the personality. Like, the coaches go with the rivalry. You needed yeah. to see Dean and Roy and Kay out there, you know? <laughs> Hubert and, and Sean Shire bad, just aren't doing it. It wasn't even yeah. bad blood with them because they, they played the respect card. Like, they were never at each other's throats. You know, they were never, like, separated. They It was a good heated rivalry. But, yeah, I think if they if they don't hire the right guys here, it's going to be interesting to see how this rivalry goes. How bad Let's, is that uh, to get for Coach K to, to come back, make a little comeback, Bill Snyder I think style. he still kind of wants to come back, to be honest I with you. Like, I don't know if the game – I don't know if I – like even now, like we're joking around, like Kentucky, Texas, those jobs are – like who do you call? You make Jay Wright say no. You know, yeah. if Jay, Jay Wright, whatever he was, 60 years old, couple of titles, um, you know, grown kids, like if his heart's not in it, I don't want him back. Like, I'm not yeah. willing to take that for a guy. It's like when Phil Jackson went back to the Knicks. Like, he yeah. mailed it in. He mailed <laughs> it in. If, if your heart – and I'm not saying Jay Wright's going to do that, but, like, if your heart's not in it, go somewhere else. You know, like, go go without that. So, yeah, yeah we'll see. I mean, it's – It's interesting. Were, were you absolutely shocked the first time you turned on a KU game this year and Mitch Lightfoot wasn't on the team? Yes. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I, it's it's fine. Perry Ellis, too. It's yeah. I yeah. Kansas still has those guys. Like it's good to have Wilson. Like it's a familiarity. Yeah. Like it's rare now. Everybody's relying on freshmen, and you know, like I love can, I love pointing this out, and I think people are sick of me saying it, but like Dewan Harris is still going to be Kansas's point guard in March of 2025, and that blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing too with the Duke Carolina is like these the players stuck around. You knew who was going to be there for a while. They lived in that rivalry. Like, all right, we got Hansborough again. You know, we got Reddick again. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you got Hansborough and Henderson kids, again after Henderson cut him open the year before. Like, yeah, we, it's we tough. need that with, stuff back. With kids on a rental, it's hard to get emotionally involved Yeah, a little bit. You know, like I, the Kentucky people, like that's why I think they might go the way of – go different from Cal, whether he realizes it or not. It's like you get, you're bringing in rental – guys here you know and like that's great if you win a title but it's the guys like wilson and and brown who come in and win you a title and are there for a little while you know so yep, yep. i love bill's bill self has done a good mix of both you know he try he gets a grady dick to put them in but he's got to have experience around those guys for for us to succeed so yeah and then I got... Bama, that's why i think bama is really really dangerous because they have a couple of guys around like jay <clears throat> You know, sixth and uh, Quinterly. Clowney's obviously a freshman. Well, Jay, yeah, Quinterly. Uh, um, trying to think of the other guy they brought back. Bediaco is a sophomore, at least. Yeah. Like he, you know, at least just a couple. They don't. They're not senior laden. I'll be honest. But to mix. Oh, Mark Sears is a transfer. He's a, an upperclassman. So to bring in those upper and classmen with the star freshman, that's when you can go win it. You know. Yep. So I was gonna ask all you guys this, but. We beat Iowa State at home. We're all in on them potentially repeating. And then even K-State, they lose in overtime where three starters foul out, and we still are all in. They get blown out at home, and then obviously they lose last night. So where are we at with this team potentially repeating? I think we need – I think we if we can go – Kentucky game I don't care about. I really don't. I don't want to lose to them two years in a row. But, like, if we can go in and beat K-State and then go in and win in Ames – to me, I think we're back. You you take out the top two teams in the Big Twelve at this point, one of which is on the road, one of which is your rival. I feel like that. I feel like this K State home game is going to be a great reset for this team. So, I think we've laid out this whole pod. There isn't some massive favorite now. Yeah, we see Purdue in the Elite Eight. I don't like our chances going up against Edie, but I I think we can get on the right path. And we've seen how quick Bill can get things rolling in late in conference play. So, yeah, I was, I was like, all right, we got like, yeah, it's hard to repeat, but I still put them at the front. I was saying forever. I was like, or forever for the last couple of weeks. I was like, it's Kansas's title until somebody proves them wrong. Now Mm -hmm. 
some people have kind of proved them wrong. So <laughs> they've moved. They they looked away and somebody cut them in line. There's a there's not many people in front of them in line. They'll still get into the club, but I think they're waiting a little bit. So repeat confidence. I think I bumped it maybe from like it's unrealistic to say anything above. 50% your confidence to repeat just because how hard it is. So let's yeah. say we started at the highest we can at 49. I think maybe I bumped it back down to like 35 in terms of confidence. Now, do I say there's a 35% chance they repeat? Absolutely not. But like, yeah, just in terms yeah, of like the hot that. and cold meter, I've only moved from warm to lukewarm. I haven't moved yeah. to like freezing cold fire bill, sell, change the color, <laughs> yeah. the arena. Like, I'm not panicking, but I'm also not in it like you guys, you know? So yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really just like the whole starting lineup outside of Jalen decided to have their worst 10-day stretch they've had all season. Like, McCullough has just been I, – I don't know what to do with McCullough at this point. I'm sure Bill will figure that out. That's his job. But it's been insane how frustrating that man has been for the last three games. Yeah, I mean, And then Dewan struggling. KJ was, like, peaking, and now he's kind of fallen off a little bit. And it's like those all happen at the same time. If any team in the country were to have that happen to their second-best player through their fifth-best player – they're probably also going to lose three games in a row. So I'm not like panic mode yet, but there are signs of concern that would cause me to not think that they're going to go back and do it again. Yeah, yeah. it's it's going to happen. I think there's going to be very few teams that won't lose back-to-backs. Um, I mean, UCLA yeah. lost back-to-backs early. I know Bama hasn't yet. Um, but Baylor lost been, three straight like a month ago. Few and yeah. few and few and far between of teams losing back-to-back not losing back-to-backs so yeah that's yeah. that's part of it all then you know? we yeah we talk about the experience thing like kevin mcclure was on a texas tech team that went to a national title game he didn't play a ton and then you got jalen dewan guys that won a national championship last year so they got experience and i think ab this is probably a question for you but i mean ku still got a good chance to be I mean, maybe on the one line, but the two line, like I'm thinking about 2013, 14 with Wiggins where they lose double digit games. I think they lost 10 games and they were still on the two lines. So Mm -hmm. I think KU obviously still has a great chance to at least share the big 12 and be on the two line, maybe worst case three and could still be a one. Yeah. So can I throw this hypothetical out if we have time just really quick? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Before we get too deep into bracketology in the next couple of months, but we'd rather be the two seed in Kansas City than the one seed in like Vegas or something, right? Keep everything at I home. I think we, we all got to take Kansas City. Des Moines, I know we've had Kansas some, City, Final Four. moments in Kansas City in the Elite Eight, but, like, give me a packed T-Mobile Center. Yeah, Rico, I didn't know – I don't know if you knew that, but the Midwest Regionals in Kansas City this year. Okay, so how does that work? Is it the same place as the Big 12? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, right. in 2017, when we were Josh Jackson, Devontae Graham, Frank, we were eight-point favorites against Oregon in Kansas City, and we got – fucking shit pumped one of the so worst we, but here's the qu- here's the question i have you can only play three games does that only apply to the regular season that's only why regular like- season yeah okay so, the- so we okay. only play one we always play one sprint center t-mobile center now game per year plus the big 12 tournament yeah so Purdue, sure Purdue, yeah if Purdue's the one and you guys are the two in that line or the three or even the four and they put yeah. you in kansas city that one's gonna be crying. That's gonna be going yeah. on right away in Selection Sunday. We got in the we got the what year was it? Twenty nineteen. We got the four seed in the Midwest, and it was in Kansas City, and we lost in the second round. So if we would have made the Sweet Sixteen, we would have yeah. been there. Yeah, that's the always, you know, it's not always a, a lock to go get that spot, and and then yeah. geographically teams can pop up out of nowhere, like Connecticut yeah. when they were a seven or whatever. It was in the garden. They they didn't expect you can't expect them to be in the garden. Yeah. You know, oh, but then yeah. all of a sudden they're there and it's like, oh shit. It's the whole place <laughs> is blue. So yeah. yeah. Man, yeah, it'll be interesting. We've certainly got a uh a climb now to get to that point, but uh we'll take it. So all right. Well yeah, turn it that's around. All I turn got. it around because I want to wear my shirt and my hat in March. So yeah. I want to unveil we, it. We, I think you guys we gotta get like you it. something. Nah, we gotta get you custom. an AMC hoodie. I'm, I'm making something custom. I'm making something custom. All right. right. Well, reoccurring guest Rico Bosco, uh, we appreciate you coming on. We appreciate you calming KU fans down because we can panic with the best of them. So uh, we'll see. We'll see if we can get this back on the road and and get things going smoothly. But but we appreciate you uh, 
coming on and making us feel a little better. Best you yeah, can. anytime. It's not full panic, but uh, I've cooled the Jets a little bit. So, like I said, but <laughs> we'll see. So, uh, anytime. I enjoy this thing. Obviously, I love Kansas. You know, yeah. uh, got got myself back to even last year with all those futures for the last 15 <laughs> years. It. So, it's, it's good, love good it. to be back. <laughs> yeah. All right. We appreciate it. See you, man. All right. Take it easy, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.